Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood DeFi. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Shahar Abrams. Shahar, are you ready to do this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's go. Shahar is the founder and CEO of Road to Babylon. They're an organization taking a no-hype, principles-based approach to investing in crypto assets. Excited to have you on. Shahar, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. So um, I moved around a lot as a kid, um, went to school for finance, um, but got sort of disenchanted with the traditional financial system during college. And so, you know, I went into consulting as sort of a cop out, um, not knowing what I wanted to do (laughs) as a student. Um, And I got uh, really interested in personal finance around 2016. I read the iconic book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, by Robert Kiyosaki, which hopefully a lot of people have read. And that got me really um, jazzed up about sort of um, getting more involved in personal finance, building passive income and that sort of thing. And then in 2017, uh, I found crypto and it immediately sort of spoke to me philosophically, I'd say, this idea of let's bring trust back to the internet, uh, bring trust uh, back into the system in general, really. Um, that really spoke to me. And so I was kind of, you know, hook, line and sinker on it uh, from the beginning, um, you know, made a lot in 2017 and then lost it all in 2018 and 2019 because you know, I had no idea what I was doing. And that was, um, you know, a painful experience, honestly. And it, it motivated me to um, get better, you know, at investing, investment strategy, risk management um, and all of that stuff. So over the next two years, I devoured um, all sorts of uh, literature and, and videos um, and all sorts of resources on that, as well as uh, crypto related stuff. I started working in the crypto industry, um, or I should say the the uh, private blockchain industry, uh, enterprise blockchain with IBM. Um, but I was still, you know, working adjacent to and, and around the public blockchain crypto space, um, going to conferences, meeting lots of people. And basically, by the end of 2019, I I made the decision that, you know, this was kind of the biggest asymmetric um, bet uh, that I could make um, on crypto. And it was something that I understood is something that I felt I had more of an edge in um, than traditional equities or or anything like that. So I basically sold everything that wasn't battened down and um, went uh, as hard as I could into crypto um, as, you know, a young guy able to take a lot of risk and. Um, that has, uh, worked out well for me. And, and now, you know, I'm really passionate about trying to teach about this tech and the opportunity in the ecosystem broadly to, um, all sorts of people. And so I've worked with, um, people of all types of backgrounds. I've taught high schoolers, um, adults, uh, uh, young adults, people my age, people out of college, um, everyone, you know, that's interested in kind of getting into the space and how they can use it. I think, you know, the crypto space, um, it can be very intimidating. Um, there, there's, you know, this idea that, you know, if you make a mistake, you can lose everything, which is, which is true. (laughs) Um, and you know, it's, it's very kind of daunting for the average uh, retail investor, just like it was for me, you know, years ago. Um, and so I know that the market kind of has 
a lot of challenges, um, some that aren't unique to crypto, um, like the, you know just the volatility and the, um, the the tendency of emotions to really come into play um, that accompanies kind of the the large amount of volatility and the fact that the markets are open 24 seven. Um, so, you know, I, I wanted to try to scale um, uh, that kind of education uh, aspect of it as, as much as I could. Um, and so that's how uh, I started my, my business and, and what I'm working on now. Nice. I appreciate, I appreciate all that. I always, uh, always, always love hearing about how people are, are super thoughtful about the decisions that they make and sort of reflect on, on what you enjoy doing or what you're attracted to. You look for opportunities and when you figure out, okay, this seems to be aligned with what I really like, what I'm good at, there's an opportunity, let's uh, make it happen. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and yeah, it is, I think that cryptocurrency is intimidating and daunting for the average retail investor for sure. And there's, there, there, there's a lot of things to manage through. I, I wanted to ask if, if, if you see, you talked about high school kids and just, just the, the, the younger generations versus the boomers and gen X, what, what are you seeing as as their motivations for looking at crypto? Is it getting rich? Is it is it changing the system? A little bit of everything. Yeah, that's that's actually a really interesting question. Um, I have you know talked to many different demographics, all you know, all sorts, like I mentioned um, about getting involved in crypto, and I think I've found um, generally, and of course there are exceptions, um, you know, in every case, but. Um, you know, the o- older generations, let's say boomers, um, are, tend to be more interested in it from a diversification standpoint. Um, I think, you know, the the uh, you know among traditional financial advisors and, and the traditional kind of asset managers like Fidelity and BlackRock and others, um, there's now kind of a consensus that crypto does indeed kind of improve. Um, a, you know, the diversification of a portfolio, and I think Fidelity even came out and recommended. Um, you know, I think at the beginning of the of the year, or in fact, it was late last year, um, you know, that every everyone should have, you know, around a five percent allocation. Um, it just makes sense, you know, if, if you're trying to be diversified. So I've seen a lot of boomers um, kind of pick it up from that, either you know, kind of figure that out on their own, or maybe they got advice uh, for, from someone um, on, you know, that that that, that that's a good idea. Um, and so I've seen a lot of them get involved uh, because of that. For for Gen X, uh, um, well, you know, let me go to millennials because I think Gen X is a mixture of both. Um, sure. Millennials and younger generations even are more drawn to um, kind of the other thing you mentioned, which is I think you know the 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 uh, active investing sort of mindset of you know this can really change the world and this is is meaningful. Um, and that's, for instance, why I got involved in it. And of course, you know, I making money was always a goal, right? And and that's been a great side effect. Um, but what really got me um, hooked on it, interested, like I mentioned, was the idea that, you know, this is a meaningful investment to me. And it's something that hopefully, you know, will will cause great positive change in the world in many, many different areas. Um, so I definitely see more of that from the younger generations, um, especially, you know, millennials and Gen Z. And then I think Gen X is, is kind of a mix of both, honestly. You know, some some of them are more just into passive, you know, diversification. Some of them really want to dive in deeper and be more involved and and see it, um, you know, from that 
in that philosophical light that I mentioned. Yeah, that certainly does make sense. And it, it's been fascinating for me just, just to learn about it over the last several years. I'm fond of saying that I went from zero miles per hour in terms of understanding to about eight miles per hour at, at uh, this point. And every conversation <laughs> I have, it gets uh, more and more Excellent. fascinating. That's a, that's a brisk run. Yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> just, just the opportunity to um, – and the interest in ESG style investing and impact investing mm-hmm. uh, and a desire to to have more stakeholders versus shareholders. It's a whole exciting conversation. And this is certainly crypto assets are, are a huge part of that. I, I am fond of having frameworks for things. And you mm-hmm. talked about how Fidelity or whatever financial institution it was talked about potentially looking at having a 5% allocation. How do you think about frameworks for 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 crypto assets yeah so um i think a lot of people don't quite understand how to kind of assess risk uh in crypto which is um certainly understandable because a very new asset class and it doesn't really follow traditional um you know valuation methods of say equities because oftentimes there's no you know free cash flow and stuff like that although now we are seeing um, some crypto projects and protocols that do have, you know, real cash flow and revenue. Um, but, you know, in general, you know, these are you have to think about these things like networks. Right. Um, and I think you value them like networks um, where you're looking at. The, I think the most important thing is probably network effect. Right. Because these cryptocurrencies or crypto assets, um, you know, they, they need a network to really work and have value. If, if there's nobody that's using the coin that you can send it around to, um, then, you know, the, the, there's not going to be a market, there's not going to be liquidity, and, the, and there's not going to be much of a use. Um, so different coins, right? I think the other kind of common mistake people make is thinking that, you know, all coins are sort of like Bitcoin or, or like Dogecoin, which is one a lot of people know about now which is to say they're you know, just a payment coin. All you can do with something like Bitcoin or Dogecoin or Litecoin um, is send it back and forth right, to different wallets and use it as you know, for a payments use case. Um, and that's great and that's really important, um, but there's a whole host of other different types of crypto assets that have different sort of uh, functions. And for instance, Ethereum is um, the next you know, important example where not only can you use it as a payments coin, but you can actually build applications on it. And you need um, Ether, the native currency of Ethereum, to actually use those applications. Um, And some of those applications are incredibly powerful, um, especially when it comes to, say, earning passive income, um, which, which like I mentioned, is a big interest of mine. And I think, frankly, one of the best kept secrets in the world right now is, you know, the, the... um, the potential, the power of these applications in the crypto uh, ecosystem to earn and kind of accelerate passive income. Um, so, and 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 that again, you also have to understand through a lens of the different kind of risks, because there are ways to earn very good passive income that aren't very risky. For instance, you know, you can earn um, close to nine percent on your U.S. dollars um, by um, converting them into something called a stable coin, which is a free process and has basically no volatility and very, very, very low risk. I wouldn't, I'd say, you know, no more risk really than depositing in your bank. 
Um, and you can earn 9% in the crypto ecosystem, you know, annually compounding, you know, doing that sort of thing. And then if you want to take more risk um, and, you know, do things like uh, DeFi yield farming, uh, liquidity mining, uh, basically participating more directly in the crypto economy uh, through, you know, the use of your assets, uh, you can earn, you know, upwards of triple digit APY. Um, and I do, you know, currently do that. that it's very real. Um, I, I earn that, you know, every every day. Um, so it, it's very powerful. And I think you know, most people just aren't aware. One thing I'm actually excited about um, in the coming weeks is I'll be doing a, a uh, local uh, masterclass here in Atlanta um, for DeFi yield farming. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for that. We were hanging flyers uh, the other day around Atlanta. Um, and, you know, once again, I just think most people aren't aware of, you know, the, the fact that these uh, opportunities exist um, and, of course, you know, how to use them, which you do have to be careful um, and, you, and you do have to know how to uh, manage the risk. And, and so that's what I try and give people an understanding of. Yeah, I have to imagine that just haphazardly jumping into default yield farming um, will probably not serve you if 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 mm -hmm. if you're not educated. How 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 is it that you're able to put money in and get a triple digit return? Is just this as an example? Is this because they need capital or they're wanting capital mm -hmm. to flow in? Sure. Um, so the powerful concept is that. You know, certain crypto applications, say for trading, there was there's something we called a decentralized exchange in crypto, which is basically a peer to peer exchange protocol. So think if you could exchange assets like you could send a text message. Right. And you could kind of instantly swap assets with someone else that wants, you know, what you have and is willing to pay. And you have no kind of centralized exchange infrastructure in the middle that takes all the fees. Right. Um, now, these kind of protocols exist and they source their liquidity. They source the assets um, that get traded that are on the book, so to speak, um, from users, from all of us. Right. And so basically what this is, is um, it allows anyone to be the house. Right. Um, and that's like it's the first time in history that's that's really been possible for anyone. You can deposit your assets into this protocol and you're basically making the market, right? You're, you're providing liquidity um, for other people, whether they're investors or speculators or traders or, or what have you, to trade. And in return, you earn the trading fees, right? There's not some, you know, centralized company with the board of directors and a CEO that's earning the trading fees. Uh, you, in fact, are earning the trading fees. And so the more volume on, you know, you'll pick an asset pair, right? You'll provide both of those assets as liquidity to what's called a liquidity pool. Um, and uh, as, you know, people trade in that asset pool um, between those pairs, uh, you earn the trading fees. And the more volume there is, uh, the higher the trading fees you earn. So for some of these um, assets, and part of what I teach people and, and we'll be doing in the masterclass is, how to kind of find the best ones, right? And how to spot the, the best kind of opportunities there from a return perspective. Um, but doing that, you you can earn a triple digit APY and sometimes well into the tri triple digits um, just by being the house, right? You, you, you allow other people to trade uh, with your assets. You don't really care too much what happens with the price. You really want it to kind of just stay uh, near where, where it is, <laughs> right, um, and, and have lots of volume. Um, 
and you'll earn uh, all the trading fees. Um, and uh, it, it's it's quite a powerful concept, and, and it works. <laughs> Exciting, Nate. So how how is how are how are you working? You are advising people on 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 these strategies, all of it. How are how are you compensated? Talk me through your how 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 you are helping people. Sure. Um, well, I've, I've uh, tried to do a lot of free stuff. So I do uh, a weekly newsletter, which I understand lots of people have newsletters now. Um, my newsletter is really focused on uh, crypto, specifically, of course. Um, and it takes kind of the investor's mindset and really the uh, medium to long-term investor's mindset. Um, so I'm talking, but I'm talking about you know what's going on in the industry uh, week to week, um, and my kind of thoughts on it, uh, thoughts on the market uh, from time to time, um, and all sorts of kind of interesting tidbits. Uh, and so that's free to sign up for on my website uh, if you're interested. And then I also have. Um, I, I do have kind of a consulting advisory uh, business. I don't spend a, a ton of time on it, but it's a kind of way for people to talk to me directly if they if they want to, if they're serious. Um, and I have free options there as well, so you can kind of talk to me and get to know me before you, um, you know, want to pay me anything to help kind of create a portfolio strategy for you. Uh, and that's what I, you know, a lot of what I help people with. I, I'm not a CFA, so let me say that up front. Um, but I can kind of give you, I'm also not a fiduciary, right? I'm not allowed to take uh, money from you and invest it for you. Um, but I can give you, I can really help you form kind of a portfolio strategy in crypto and we can revisit that. You know, I usually work with clients, you know, like once a quarter, we, we revisit your, you know, portfolio in crypto. We, we build something that has the amount of risk that you're looking for and the return potential that you're looking for. And then we talk about, you know, all sorts of other things to do to maximize your returns, like these various uh, passive income uh, applications and opportunities in crypto. Um, and then the last thing I, I just want to mention that I've been, has been kind of my main uh, project is uh, an online course. And so I figured this is kind of the best way for um, curious people to um, really kind of buckle down and, and learn uh, the essentials and some, some advanced stuff. Um, you know, through kind of a self-paced online course where, you know, you can watch the videos whenever you want, you get lifetime access. Um, and there are a bunch of, you know, really short digestible videos. So everything's like five to 10 minutes, um, organized by concept. Um, and that course has well over 50 videos in it. Um, it it's going to be well over uh, six hours of content. Um, with a support group and, and all that stuff um, of, you know, a local group I, I've been managing here in Atlanta. Um, so uh, certainly check that out. I think the course is going to be a great, great value. Um, and I think, you know, the goal is, is to help people on their personal investing journey. You know, it, it's everyone, everyone is different. And um, my goal and what I hope to teach is, is to teach you how to understand the risks, right? So you can make the best decisions for yourself and how to understand, you know, um, crypto uh, specifically, how to use it, how to participate in it, what's coming, um, what are the things to watch, how to do, you know, your own fundamental analysis, um, and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, so it's it's jam packed, um, and hopefully that'll be out in the next uh, month. I don't have an exact launch date yet, uh, but it's it's getting very close. Um, but I do have a place on my website you can sign up for updates. Um, so definitely check that out if you're interested. 
I love it. <clears throat> I appreciate appreciate you coming on. Give us the website and uh, and how they can sign up again. Absolutely. So the website the website is called uh, RoadToBabylon.org. Um, I named it uh, Road to Babylon, by the way, after another great personal finance book that had a big influence on me uh, called The Richest Man in Babylon. And I really like that book because it's the idea that you know the, these investing principles really are as old as as old as uh, uh, commerce, right? Dating back to ancient Mesopotamia, right? I think that the rules and the concepts for effective kind of wealth management and wealth creation really haven't changed. Um, and I think it still applies to crypto. Um, and so, uh, and you know, sorry for that little tangent, but that's why it's called Road to Babylon. It's looking at kind of merging old with the new. Um, and, and I, I, you know, that that's interesting to me. Um, so road to Babylon.org, um, you'll see there, there's, um, uh, you know, a, a button for the course. It'll take you to the landing page, tell you all about it, um, and where you can sign up for updates and, and sign up for the newsletter, uh, if you're interested, um, and see a bunch of other kind of the free resources I have on there, including like a crypto glossary, um, you know, a bunch of articles that I've done, um, and, and, uh, uh all sorts of stuff like that. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Shahar your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to roadtobabylon.org and take advantage of those great resources. Sign up for the newsletter and um, check out the course as well. Thanks again, Shahar. Uh, thanks so much, George. And un until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. <laughs>